Hello and welcome to In the Weeds. We're recording live from the Picky Weeds Esoteric Occult Boutique, located just south of Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, in beautiful South Abington Township. Picky Weeds is the largest and most diverse boutique of its kind in Northeast Pennsylvania, with an increasingly wide variety of items for many traditions. In addition to items for sale, Picky Weeds hosts a wide variety of classes, events, and community-driven gatherings throughout the year. Picky Weeds is located at 105 Layton Road, South Abington Township, PA. Open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. More information can be found at www.pickyweeds.com. That's P-I-C-K-E-Y-W-E-E-D-Z.com or on our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. In the Weeds is the official podcast for Picky Weeds, where we strive to bring the community together with topics of interest, guest speakers, and informative discussions to benefit the entire community. If you'd like to be a guest speaker, either live or remote call-in, please visit www.pickyweeds.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, find In the Weeds podcast guest application, click it, Copy and paste the text into an email with your contact information and send it to us at pickyweeds at gmail.com. Now, now let's get, get in, in the, the weeds. weeds. Oh, hello, everybody. This is In the Weeds, Season 2, Episode 2. And we're starting a new series today called Practitioners of NEPA. Woo! So the, uh, <laughs> the, the first one on this... Uh, series is uh the great and powerful wizard known as tim <laughs> we have tim anderson here with us um welcome hello hiya hiya honey <laughs> yeah he does the sunday school with his missus tina um and they do that once or twice a month up here at the shop and we pay, play cards against humanity and just act like absolutely terrible people it's fantastic <laughs> we'll be frightened new customers like what have i walked into <laughs> Like somebody yelled out the Jews, and we're like, no, no, no! It's just a game. It's a game. Oh my! You see, one of the reasons why we even started doing it is because you guys deal with it every day, where you just get trauma dumped on you. <laughs> yeah, it kind of goes with the territory. You need to release that shit. So, having a time and a place where you could just go and have a bunch of laughs and just let your inner darkness fly with <laughs> random games. It's your dark flag fly, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tina, Tina and Tay always win anyway. So I right. them. I came close this last mm-hmm. time, though. Yeah, you, you were within, like, three cards of me. Yeah. I was scared, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we want to highlight is, you know, not just the quote-unquote pagan famous people or the, the well-known people, but the actual people in the area. People, yes. people that actually, uh, you know, may otherwise be unknown. The ones that make this a community. And you know, it yeah. is. It's it's hard too because if you're if you're a solitary practitioner or if you're new, and you don't work at Picky Weeds, you may think that you're <coughs> all alone in this area and that there's there's no one around and like you. You know, your family rejects you for whatever reason or you don't fit the mold. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of to highlight that you're not alone and there mm-hmm. are a lot of practitioners in yeah. the immediate area and surrounding areas. It was so. astounding. I think we thought that we won't be busy for five years. Yeah. Our first year <laughs> open, oh my God. There was standing room only in the store. Yeah. And then we had to shut down like 19 days later. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Because COVID. of COVID. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. <sighs> 
but yeah so we, we i think it's important to people know that they're not alone in, in regardless of their level of practice or their years and or, or maybe even days or hours practicing mm-hmm. it doesn't matter we don't care you're you you have a community of of like-minded people and uh, some are more like-minded than others <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit, little bit. Um, but um, the, the the point being that, that you're not alone and so we welcomed him hello again <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about yourself so born and raised in scranton Ooh. going around <laughs> and the thing is is that i was here it's scranton no scranton scrantonian Scranton. <laughs> but no i'm born and raised around here got into my trouble did my crazy stuff was raised a certain way i don't live that way <laughs> that sounds familiar <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I, I have conversations with people where people tell me like, "Oh, I did this as a kid. I did that as a kid." I was like, "Damn, y'all had money for that?" Yeah, right. right? I know. <laughs> and we just, were all working, right? They yeah. just look at me like we were just going to McDonald's, too. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't know what that was." Yeah, that was like a once once every few months thing for you when you were younger to go get a, yeah. a chicken nugget. You know, <laughs> yeah. and then my mom started working for Walmart. Yeah. I mean, not Walmart, for McDonald's. For McDonald's, yeah. I was the one that worked for Walmart. They screwed me over. <laughs> that messed you up so bad. You remembered it in reverse. Right? That's corporate America for Yeah, you. it is, isn't it? Yeah. And, like, uh, even as a kid, like, I always tell people, I was a wild child. Oh, yeah. First grade, having the cops called on me because I threw a teacher at a desk. I no. took it through a desk at a teacher. <laughs> threw a teacher at a desk would be more fun. Oh, yeah. That's, That's a great visual. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And the principal of my school was actually friends with my mom. I think like a distant, distant relative of ours. So when I screwed up, she still had a paddle. Oh. Like I hear kids today yelling and screaming at their parents. I'm like, oh, God, you don't know the holy paddle. Yeah. I'd have yeah, died if I'd yelled at my parents. So it whistled when it swung. Oh, oh yeah. And like it wasn't was. even like one of those mm-hmm. like thin ones. No. It was one of those ones where literally like even now it would cr- grab my whole ass cheek. Yeah. <laughs> like the one like the you remember the boards you used to do the fish on, you know, when you would fillet the fish and you would skin oh, yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. had that big, thick ass board with the holes in yep. it. Oh. Between yeah. that and the big wooden spoon. Yeah. Oh, I like my wooden spoon. <laughs> oh, I'm not even talking about the one you cook with. I'm talking about the decoration one. I know. <laughs> Did you see mine at Krampus? Oh, yeah. I got oh. hit with it, remember? <laughs> and he liked it. Oh, of Don't course. Don't miss it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so how did you get into paganism? When did that happen? So... Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> Walmart drove me into the arms of the pagans. No, actually, <laughs> God bless us, I was working at Walmart, and I was a cart pusher. In case any of y'all don't know what that is, you know those people that are in the fancy, bright green vest when you go to Walmart and you get pissed because they block your car in with the carts? Yeah, I would do that on purpose. I'd be a dirty look. <laughs> but I was sitting there working, and working 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 i was dating this one girl and she ended off going to school and then i just started spiraling because i found out she cheated on me with like a six dudes in the train oh yeah Classic. and then came home uh. <laughs> and acted like nothing happened ew and i just started spiraling from there which i will say this now because i do get into talks about my addiction and my recovery and there are some opinions that I have that people do not like. Yeah. And I completely understand that. 
I just don't care. Yeah. Well, there well you you're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had one here, what, last Monday that was the same way? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, quote, unquote, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's cool. I can respect that. <laughs> you're going to hear some opinions you don't agree with on here. But the purpose of this is to learn as much as we love Tim, you know, you can love them, too, and you can work together. Um, hike your skirts up. Pull your panties up. And, and get used to other people, you know, and realize that they've got specific talents and things that you're going to love about them. And if you discount them because they say one thing you don't like, you lose. Yep. You lose. But back to the story. Because <laughs> this Crash. goes, oh, no, it'll get back on track in about like five sentences. <laughs> so I started hanging out with my buddy Ryan. Ryan, pure practitioner. He started me off with Wicca because he said, it's an entry-level thing. If you want to learn, learn, because I love to learn. Yeah. You guys have noticed that. Mm -hmm. So I start reading, and after one very rough week, after losing her, getting whooping cough, yeah, that's normally a child's thing. I got whooping cough when I was 17. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I coughed so much that I busted the blood vessels in my eyes. Oh, ow. Yeah. So after all of that, she went through that with me and then just dipped. Yeah. So I'm at his house one night. He puts a fifth of Jaeger in front of me that he just pulled out of the freezer and said, that's yours for the night. Oh. And to be honest with you, I've killed that thing. Mm. And then we started smoking because a teenager doesn't smoke weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> We got stuff that we called white amnesia. White amnesia? I lost three hours of my life. Oh, God. <laughs> during a snowstorm. No. <laughs> and he had this little Ford ZX2 two-door that we went out in to go pick up a couple of girls and bring them back. And somehow we were able to do that. Don't remember it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I woke up at a stop sign like that once. Going, how did we get here? You're, right? Weren't you waiting for the stop sign to turn green? We were. We were. <laughs> And we were listening to that old song because we used to do the bass, the bass uh, competitions. Oh yeah! So we had ours cranked, and we were listening. Don't, don't, do 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 don't. And you're just out, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, where are we? <laughs> but I read that book from cover to cover, and to be honest, I agreed with 99 percent of what was in it. Yeah. And it was my first step into paganism. That's awesome. Granted, I didn't stick with Wicca. I follow my own path now. Yeah. But the journey leading up to where I ended up now is a wild ride. Yeah. Because people who know me are like, oh, he's such a good guy. And it's like, yeah, I am. But I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's it where a lot I come of work from. To yeah. get there. Yeah. Yeah. It always does. You ever notice that? Yep. The the nastiest, most little sequious shits have never been through anything. No. Nope. They've never had any trauma, but they act like they've got the worst life in the world and they foist that in everybody else's lap. Exactly. And expect us to put up with it. And that's why I always say you do not understand the amount of violence it has taken to become this peaceful. Yes. Oh, my God. And my dad would say the same. He was 101st back in the day. There you go. And he came home a pacifist. Yeah. Once you are capable of committing great acts of violence, mm-hmm. you learn it's not always the answer. Mm-mm. It's like the Facebook post that I see that I crack up to every time. You learn that violence is not the answer when a mosquito lands on your balls. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll calm you right the hell down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then after all of that, like learning about it, I'm delving in more and more, learning more and more. And then I learn about the instinctual from the ancestors. Yeah. And that's how I practice now is that I read books. I listen to other practitioners. I ask you guys questions all the time. Yeah. But my biggest way of practicing for me is instinct. Instinct. Mm-hmm. I don't follow set rituals. I don't follow this. I don't follow that. And a lot of people look at me and say, well, that's not how it works. I'm like, that's, that's not, not how, how it works, works for you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's an important point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is very. And following this path has actually helped me with my recovery from being an addict. Yeah. And in case any of y'all don't know me and have never talked to me, I am a recovering meth head. Mm-hmm. And, and he's amazing. <laughs> I do my best. Yeah, you're a transformation, dude. You're a story. You know? I went from living in the woods in the back of a pickup or just in a lean-to. If you guys don't know what a lean-tube is, it's where you have a tarp, you put it on the ground, <laughs> you put a stick up on the other side, and you hammer down the edges. Yeah. That, that's where you live. Yeah. And my focus was the drug. Yeah. Am I proud of that? No. But it did change me for the better when I finally said enough is enough. Yeah. And any other addicts that are listening to this, while I may have my own opinions on how I got to my recovery and what I went through, understand once you finally decide that enough is enough, go to a meeting. Yeah. I may not go to AA. I may not go to NA, but it's where I started. Yeah. One of my biggest things was I needed help. I didn't have a support system. My own family was just done with me. Yeah. When I was sitting there watching my own sisters and my brother do all these heinous things to each other and to my mom and to anyone around, and everyone forgave them. And I made one mistake. Yeah. One mistake. And they all dogpiled on me and called me a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I lost my family. I lost my son. I lost everything because all I wanted to do was chase the high because I didn't want to feel anything. Right. And that's a big thing with an addict is that we don't want to feel anything. No. And, and that's usually the reason. Or you're trying to run or beat yourself. Yeah, that too. And the, yeah, yeah. And before I lost my son, I was doing drugs, doing this, doing that, being wild and crazy and being psychotic. Yeah, but you were young, dude. To be honest, this that height of my true just balls to the wall, losing my mind, was only about five years ago. Yeah. And it was after my son was born, I just, I don't know what happened to me. Yeah. I got the taste of it and I just started going. Well, it takes over. It oh, think, yeah. it thinks for you. You're not you're you're not thinking for yourself. There's nothing logical in the process. Oh, it's God, just no. like you want the feels. You know, people talking about wanting the spiritual feels and chasing the psychotropic drugs to get those feels. Don't realize you can get the feels without that through doing what you do with your your instinctual practice with the ancestors. Exactly. Which what you're talking about, a lot of people that don't understand um where that comes from if you think the ancestors speak to you that's instinctual practice when they're guiding you when your spirits are guiding you that's instinctual practice so i i urge you to take another look at it if you think he's doing it wrong 
because that's the aim of practice is to get to the point where you can actually hear those voices and you can hear those urgings and they help you plot a life path that's a little better for you, a little more sane and a lot more empowering. And that's what Tim has found. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't see any difference in, in addiction to methamphetamine <clears throat> as addiction to psychotropic medication. I don't either. There's not a difference. You know, people no. that abuse the sacred medicine and that is their idea of spirituality, that's it. Yeah. Is, oh, I can only feel spiritual when I'm high on peyote or <coughs> mushrooms. Then or you're not spiritual. Whatever. That's that's you're high. It's not what it's intended for. Yeah. And well, I never got to experience the whole yeah. mushrooms peyote thing because you know you're allergic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found that out the hard way. You ever <laughs> be tripping balls in the back of an ambulance, watching the lights melt? Yeah, the <laughs> lights are melting while you're having a. Like an allergic reaction, you're just like. Oh. <laughs> you saw a dodo bird, though. Didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> they com- they completely something. convinced me there was a dodo bird, and I was so high I saw it, <laughs> and it was jumping up and down on my damn car, <laughs> denting the roof in. I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" The but thing you know, was <clears throat> suggestion. You see a lot of these, you know, so-called shamans that are pushing psychotropic medication. Yeah, trauma and, shaman. Uh, yeah, it. trauma shaman. Very much so. You know, and and you're just you're abusing. People. You're nothing more than a drug dealer. And the sadness is you're not helping them with their trauma at all. You're just delaying it. You're delaying their ability to deal with their trauma. Yeah. The sacred medicine is not for that. The sacred medicine will will reveal truths. Truths about you, truths about your family, truths about history. Yeah. Um, when you're ready for it. Until then you're just high. You have to do the work first. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And another thing with doing the work is as I said, I urge people to go to a meeting and mm-hmm. seek to help find your support system. It's going to be hard to find the support system if you pushed everyone away like I did. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, look at me. Yeah. Tina, I met her on TikTok. Yeah. And she moved up here to go back and live in her hometown. And it was like three, four hours away. And she was planning on doing a trip every weekend to come see me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we love T. Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> we met you through T. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tina was the first, found you guys before I even knew about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I've been going up to this one shop in Clark Summer. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't know anything about (laughs) y'all. Because I'm not one of those people that goes out shopping. Yeah. I never really don't. I'm always broke. <laughs> not, not until you found Tina. Yeah. Yeah. Now with Tina, we go out more. She gets me out of the house. And as much as I sit there and say I'm a homebody, I do like going out. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to spend time with people, like, everyone sits there and it's like, everyone you know is always working. I'm like, yeah, because yeah. I meet them at where they own a business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> meet them at work. I may not be a business owner, but you know what? Mm. I understand what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I do my best to support the people that I love. And so I go there and I may not buy something every time, but you know what else I do? I make sure you guys have good conversation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you keep us company when we're down. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of awesome. Every Everybody needs that. So those of you who don't see the merit of that, these people come in and lift you up on your darkest days when everything is bad, when the world looks like it's coming to an end. Look forward to these people. Yes. Because that's that's what you should be doing for your people, too. So. Go lift your people up. And we're all a bunch of broken toys here. Yes, we are. You know, I, I don't trust you if you're not a broken Hell toy. no. I don't you're trust shiny, happy yeah. people. Uh, I yeah. don't trust you because you're hiding something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh that's, my God. A, that's a statement. Yeah, <laughs> Tim, is, Tim has seen us yeah. in the morning. He knows how we really are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to the FedEx driver that dropped three 50-pound boxes on our camera this morning. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. sitting out there already. I wish I would have known. I would have just yeah. kicked him. Yeah. Oh, as much as I'm not inclined to violence when it comes to me, when it comes to the people I love. Oh, yes. That will Same. Scorched earth. Totally mama bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, about, uh, you talked about uh, going to meetings. Um, AA, isn't that, is that a... It's a Christian it's organization. It's a Christian organization. Yeah. So, yeah. as a pagan, did you have some challenges with so, that? So, actually, I got to pull my phone out real quick, because as much as I read the steps and did them... And I, you don't remember them. Yeah. Know, I, who they are you? Stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? So, within the first three steps, you can do your first three steps on your first meeting by admitting the desire to quit drinking or quit doing whatever you're doing. You wouldn't be there if you... Exactly. (laughs) But the third one, the third step is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Now, as you know, as I put an emphasis on we. We. So, I never really understood God. Mm -mm. While... I am spiritual and I have faith. Back in the day, I didn't trust the idea of God. Mm-mm. How can I put all of my worries and everything into one being? Yeah, into one vessel. Yeah. And I went to AA, and it, you have people in there that are like your higher power. Yeah. Which I completely agree with. It's a higher power because you need to believe in something bigger than you to get you through it until you get your support system. Yeah. I just can't believe in God. Yeah. No, me either. Yeah. Yeah. I can believe in God's. uh, Yeah. In the plurals. Yeah. Because there is multiple. But the old man in the chair kind of misses the point entirely, right? Exactly. Yeah. Unless it's Santa Claus. And I want to sit on his lap and make him blush. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the, the... the, the throes of, of the drug when it's in control is is one of the appeals that uh, you are God or you yep. are yes. the biggest thing in the world. Does, yeah. Is that one of the effects and that's so, why AA pushes that recognize a higher power? AA wants you to recognize a higher power because nine times out of ten, most addicts have given up on everything. Don't get me wrong. There are horrible addicts out there that God bless me with this new crystal rock today. I'm yeah, going to get <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus is just Jesus on the street corner. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. New but, shit for you, Ben Deco. <laughs> <laughs> you did lay, you did lie in my pocket today. <laughs> However, in my opinion, when it comes to AA and a anything that has a twelve step program, yeah, I believe in the steps worded different, yeah, because you do need to take steps to be able to control your life better. Oh yeah. The reason why I don't like NA and AA anymore is because I realized that when I was an addict, I gave up control of my life. I gave up control of everything to, to my a drug. drug. Yeah. To everything to get me mm. to not feel. I remember for the longest time I said, I'd never touch that. Then I did a line of it. Oh, yeah. And you're like, whoa. And then I sat yeah. there and said, oh, all I'll ever do is snort it. And then I started smoking it, boofing it, injecting it. Yeah. Eating it. Any way to be able to get high. And I lost control. Yeah. And then I went into a system and a program that said, you need to let go of all control and let God control you. No. No. <laughs> This is already no. my God. Here I chose given, one. It's mad. control over again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As, 
I respect AA because they did help me. They, granted, it was court appointed that I had to go. Uh, but I heard stories. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things is that if you hear anything in, of what I talk about and it reflects to something that happened to your life, realize you can recover from it. Yeah. Because I heard stories where I was like, all right, that person is me. Yeah. I met my sponsor. And this man is just as crazy as we are. (laughs) (laughs) When he sat me down and started taking me through the steps, because that's what you do with a sponsor. Yeah. The thing that stuck out the most to me is that I don't believe in God. Yeah. I believe in my higher power. Yeah. And you, as much as I say, I don't want to lose control, I will never see myself as my own higher power. Yeah. Because I do not have the strength alone to do that. Yeah. So my ancestors are what keep me in check. Yes, sir. So when I have that tickle in the back of my mind or I feel like someone's slapping me in the back of the head, I know to change course. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, we know what that feels like. Yes, we do. (laughs) We get our ass kicked on the daily. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I can sit here for hours and tell you about what happened in my life. I can tell you about how... I was living on the streets. I can tell you about how I was beating the shit out of people. I can tell you how I was doing something stupid for money. Yeah. Where is that going to get anybody? I have a similar story, yes. How did I become better? Yeah. Yeah. And that was going to a meeting every day for a year because I relapsed and my PO found out because of somebody calling her. All right, fine, whatever. So I'm doing a meeting at 730 every morning for a year. Oh. <laughs> oh. Actually, not even seven, at seven. So I'm up at four thirty every morning. Yeah. First of all, since I got off of meth, I love sleep. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know what that was like yeah. for months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You probably went days. <clears throat> My actual all time. When I say no sleep, I mean like you know how you take those one two hour cat naps to get you through the day. Mm-hmm. That's what got me through a month. Yeah. I would sleep maybe an hour or two, pop up, hit myself with another syringe, keep it moving. Yeah. Three months. Three months of that, I did not sleep. And then when I finally did sleep, I slept for a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your body was like, you're done. Yep. And when I, one of the things that happened is I put myself in rehab. Yeah. And as much as I wanted to get better, it wasn't for the right reason I went to rehab. It was so that I had somewhere to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because my mom didn't want me to live with her. No one wanted to deal with me. I was kicked out of everywhere I went. And I screwed over a lot of people. Oh, I have yeah. people to this day that see me and like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You borrowed like 40 bucks off of me. You owed me that money. I'm like, bro, that was like fucking six, six seven years ago. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. see, I'm sitting. And this was when I was pumping gas for a company. I'm just sitting there. Running the pumps for him, and then these people are like, "Oh, you owe me! I'm doing this. You think I have money? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. right. I, I do this because it's fun. And see, <laughs> this is my feeling on that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna give somebody money, give them the money. Yeah, yeah. It'll come back to you eventually. And it does. Just do it. Do it for the goodwill of fucking doing it, people, and just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, am I better now? Yes. Have I been through hell and back? 
Also, yes. Everyone yeah. has. Yeah. If you have not had a moment in your life where you thought everything was just ending. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And you haven't been able to pick up the pieces and keep it moving. I understand that not a lot of people have experienced that yet. Yeah. And I give people kudos if they've been able to go through their entire life without having any major incident. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I've had those <gasps> shiny bracelets put on my hands too many times. Yes. To not. And they're not fashionable. And neither is the jumpsuit. I mean, the shiny handcuffs can be fashionable in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Blink those babies up a little bit. Put a little velvet fur on them. <laughs> but it also depends on which bedroom. Because if it's the one where the door slams shut and there's a buzzer, yeah, that's, that's not, not a good bedroom. <laughs> yeah, this no. dude walks in with a mask. Yeah. No, no, no. Not no, that no. mask. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> wrong hole, wrong hole, wrong hole. Who is that? Falling down? Falling down. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. I'm so that movie. I have been so there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And mm-hmm. another thing is, is that when you, if you guys get to a meeting and you guys actually start working towards getting sober, listen to people. Yes. Because as much as I wanted to sit there and just write people off like, oh, you've never been through that. You're just blowing smoke up my ass. Yeah. You got to realize your experience isn't going to be the same as everyone else's. Right. No. I have one guy that I respect. But I'm tired of him. Because <laughs> you hear the same story 17 times in a month. Oh. And then you come back the next month, and guess what? The same story? Same story. Jeez. And I understand, yeah. yes, you were in prison for most of your life. Yeah. That is what your life was, so it's what you can talk about. When you sit there and say you wear it as a badge of honor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't see that as healed because you live in the past because it's all yeah. you talk about. Yeah. You talk about how you did this, you did this, you did this, but you never change anything about you personally. Yeah. yeah. You got to move forward, brother. Exactly. Yeah. Because you got people that will sit there and be like, oh, I'm a good person. And then when you're not looking, they take your wallet and say, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. And then yeah. they help you look for it. Yeah. <laughs> or talk shit about you. Yeah. Line others against you. That's what I say about never believe what they say, but when they show you who they are, believe them. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 Could I sit here and tell you guys I am the most amazing person in the world? Because yes, you I are. Could. But you know that because of actions. <laughs> it's because of the actions that I've done because I've sat there and I've busted my ass to become a good person. Yeah. I try to be. It's Let me hard. rephrase that. I try to be a good person. Yeah. Because I have my days. We yes, all do. We all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this morning with that FedEx driver. I have several <laughs> moments during the day. But yeah. <laughs> There's days where you have to sit there, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and ask the ancestors, what? Um. <laughs> I loved AA for the fact that it gave me a sense of community that I knew yes. I wasn't alone. Yeah. It's like with practicing. There's some of us out there that think that, oh, I'm alone. No one practices the way I do. Oh, God, yeah. You do not have to practice the way other people do. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Everyone is in tune with their spirituality how they want to be do what feels right exactly yep don't go kill people yeah <laughs> unless it feels i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the error that people make um one of the pitfalls of intuitive practice if there are any is is when they start to incorporate cultural uh things that they maybe don't have a full understanding of yeah Thank you know? you. or claim Thank it you. as their own uh, there's yeah. a whole lot of uh uh, misappropriation on uh, indigenous cultures and it's not just uh, American indigenous but Irish indigenous Welsh 
Scottish. Yeah, absolutely. And there's been a lot of horrible, horrible books written where they're just trying to make a quick buck off of people and yep. they've done no research whatsoever. Yeah. And that's one of the pitfalls. So, I mean, like Tim said, he reads all the time. And, and that's, I think, key to keeping away from that pitfall. Yeah. Is, educating yourself you don't have to go to school you can put yourself through your own education oh yeah you know yeah and to be 100 percent honest when it comes to school i've graduated high school i went to college da, 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 da. granted i say college it was technically a technical school it was allied medical and tech before it was yeah. sport it's still a college yeah and everyone looks at me like what'd you go for if it's medical like massage therapy and the people look at me and they're like no yeah i know <laughs> that was my first impression too i was like <laughs> You went to school. You're a mechanic. What? Yes. <laughs> works with his hands. Yes, he right? works really well with his hands. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> Ask Tina. He can punch you in the face and work out a kink in your yes. neck. Yes. <laughs> the one that he just put in your neck when he punched you in the face. There we go. <laughs> I break it, I fix it. <laughs> Same thing as a mechanic. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that people see where I am now, what I'm doing for work, and how I got there. Before I got really heavily into meth, I was a lab tech. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it wasn't one of those like, oh, I'm a lab tech. I just use a computer. Yeah. No, I was using a micro- an scientific microwave to I – mean, sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> and there's a lot of drugs in between then and now. <laughs> I would take fabric, put it in a tube, put both – hydrochloric acid and sulfuric acid put it in the microwave and it would spin and heat it and everyone knows me from my beard Ooh, tim has a beard Ooh, tim has a beard that's how you know him i didn't have a beard because i had to shave it off yeah you had to be for the lab for the respirator because i had to wear a respirator and mm-hmm. the funniest thing in the world is i'd be sitting there and i'd put it on just turn and look at somebody because you've all seen it. I, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. And then when somebody says something stupid, the fucking daggers come out of my eyes. Yeah. You, you see someone that's dressed in a lab coat with a respirator on staring daggers at you? <laughs> that's a zombie movie. Through and through. Come on. Dexter. You nearly discovered Dexter the dog. Mullen. I was born in the dog. I have sulfuric acid. <laughs> Fuck with me. Yeah. And I still have scars. On, like... You can see the one. Well, you guys can't, but they can. I have one right here. That was a drop yeah. from the mixture and the steam. Yes. Mm. And I didn't put the... What's it called? It was literally just hydrogen peroxide, just beefier, yeah. baking soda and water. Yeah. To be able to stop the burn. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it quick enough to not leave a scar. Yeah. Which, whatever, I'm cool with that. Yeah. yeah. Scars make me pretty. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing is the fact that I was doing all of that, and then I started doing meth. Yeah. I'm in a scientific situation doing meth, which is yeah. technically a scientific drug because of everything it takes to make it. Yeah. It's you know a science how experiment many to do times it. I sat there looking at stuff in that building? Like, that I could would make cook it. meth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and literally... A lot of what I needed was there. Yeah. But I didn't do it. Yeah. I'd just rather buy it and sell yeah. it. It was funny as shit when my boss found out, too, because I just stopped showing up to work. Yeah. And he called me. He's like, are you going to come back to work? Like, I'm like, no, click. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I'm done. Yeah. 
I'm going to be a drug dealer. <laughs> and then I started getting a little bit better. Hey, Bella's relax. <laughs> <laughs> she does, Tim. <laughs> She's in full on lean. Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? No, no. <laughs> uh, I started getting a little bit better, and I was sitting there busting my ass working. And then the person I was with at the time looked at me and said, yeah, I don't want to work anymore. I'm just going to deal drugs. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that's a bad idea. I tried that. Mm-hmm. How, how are you going to show that you have an income? Yeah. Well, you just pay for everything in cash. Look yeah. at look at today. Can you pay for everything in cash? No. Mm-hmm. No, a lot because of people won't take cash. Exactly. I don't understand it. No, me neither. Because let me tell you something. They're tracking you when you don't pay with cash, and they're tracking every purchase you make, and that's driving the prices up. So not only that, it's better on a small business. It is good on a small business. We have business. to pay service charges for every credit card. So yeah, yeah. So I like, see a lot of places that require ten dollar purchase minimum, and well, I understand that. Because just for Visa, it's a 3% markup. Yeah. Yep. For MasterCard, it's a 5%. Yeah. American Express is like 12%. And if they do an online purchase, they tack on 30 cents onto that with that percentage. Yep. Yeah. So you're screwed. I mean, yeah. it's just. So we get a lot of people buying a 68-cent stone using a card. We, yeah. We made about 3 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Off yeah. That By the stone. time we're done, yeah. So, because you guys. Don't really throw that markup on us. No, no, we don't mark it up, and we don't we don't Bullshit. have a minimum. No, we used to have a minimum first open, but we're like, there's so many kids coming in, I yeah. can't do that. Their parents gave them credit cards that yeah. they controlled, and you want them to be able to buy something. Yeah, I, I'd um, rather take a little bit of a hit. Yeah, it, it'll it all comes out in the wash. Yeah, yeah. But, Better to serve your your people. Yeah, you know? and it's actually really funny because bringing up technology <laughs> and all that, everyone looks at me and Tina and they're like, "Oh, well, Tim will be the one that knows all the technological mumbo jumbo." No, I do mm-hmm. not. I'm a caveman. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it, it gives me pictures and I can call people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I use my phone for: funny videos to make phone calls and to be able to text Tina. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I. I don't talk to anybody besides y'all when we come up here. Yeah. yeah. Am I a pain in the ass sometimes? Oh, God, yeah. Because I'm looking at her like, I'm going to break this. Can you please fix it? <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to use her computer because I found out that my license was suspended for like two years. And I was like, when did that happen? Yeah. Oh. So I had to go online, do all this stuff. But I was using her computer because it had, was in the middle of an update when I turned it on. Oh. It was moving super slow. And I'm just like, ting, 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 oh. ting, 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 ting. Just hit the button. I'm just looking at her like, just take it before I break it. Yes. <laughs> luckily, no. luckily, T's a genius. Yes. yes. And that was my dad with remote control. So I had to go down and tape the record section of the buttons on the remote so he couldn't push them anymore. Like, had to pad over them with a piece of cardboard and tape it up. Because he would call me. You remember. Oh, God. Five, six times a day. Why can't I change the channel? <laughs> because you keep hitting the record button. I don't record anything. You keep hitting the record button. I can tell because there's like six different things recording to this DVR right now. Right. And that's why you can't change the channel. He hits every button. Oh, my God. He would just sit and just push the buttons, push the buttons. <laughs> and he did the same with computers. We were constantly, we were constantly fixing his computers. Come here. Yeah. Uh, okay. She went bathroom. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she did. She's, she's just, just She's just being mouthy. <laughs> it's me. She's used to me getting on the floor with her. Yes, she is. <laughs> And she wants to tell everybody all about it. She's like, this is a podcast. I want to be on it. <laughs> Speak. But speaking of technology, even as a mechanic, I still deal with it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Today. Oh, oh yeah. 
especially today. We get stuff that comes in where people are like, well, it's doing this. And we look at it from a mechanical point of view. We're like, that's electrical. There's something to do with the computer. Go to the dealership. Yeah. 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 Because it's not us trying to turn away work. It's just the fact that we like engines. Yeah. We like parts. Yeah. Something with bolts in it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Something with space under the hood would be nice. There's no space under the hood of any of these cars anymore. I know. It's insane. It's actually kind of funny because so many times am I you guys see I have gorilla hands. <laughs> gorilla hands, my God. My hand doesn't fit in a lot of places, so I'm using weird tools to be able to do what I need to do or from all the scratches on my arms and stuff, you can see I'm just shoving my arms and things. Stop yeah. thinking dirty people. <laughs> <laughs> Shove your arm in there, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the biggest things is the fact that 99% of the time when I'm working on the car, I'm using a hand tool. <laughs> yeah. Because as much as air tools and like electronic tools will help, I'm learning from basics. Yeah. And... I appreciate the opportunity I have now. I went from pumping gas to being a tow truck driver to being in the shop. And now I'm in the shop full time. Yeah. That's awesome. Got my inspection license. Got my emissions license. Yeah. Could I have done this five years ago? Hell Hell no. no. (laughs) You could have sat still long enough to take the test. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I'd be looking at people like you. You got 50 bucks? I can inspect your car for you real quick. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then never give them the sticker and just scurry off into the night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you, you've gotten there from personal work. Yes. Exactly. No one handed it to you. No one. No. It, no. You might have had some structure with AA, and that's good. But really, the thing that, that got you where you are now is you. Yeah. Your willpower to, to overcome that and, and get past all that. Yeah. And this is what we talk, mean when we talk about inner work. Mm, exactly She's tearing me up over here with her claws <laughs> but yeah when we're talking about the inner work that's you're strengthening that that bond with your higher self and your ancestors so that you can withstand all these damn storms that trauma throws at you exactly. and it's and when they crop back up you're also working on the fact that you can deal with your trauma outside of of the situation you can step out of it and look at it and realize you've been triggered and deal with it. This is why the inner work is so freaking necessary, especially like if you're like Tim and you're in recovery. And by the way, I'm a recovering addict myself. So I'm a recovering speed freak. Yeah. yeah. Alcoholic. Yeah. And alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Likewise, me. Yeah. 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 And that's another thing that brought us even closer is because yeah. I started talking about it and you both just looked at me like, oh, yeah, us too. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No Absolutely. shame in our game. Yeah. And it's, I started mine to stay awake at work because we were, they were dropping 16-hour shifts on us for like three months. And I got some from a trucker. Yep. And I ended up a 15-hit-a-day fasting freak. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. the kidney said, um, no, you're mm-hmm. going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your body has a way of getting uh, this. its point across. <laughs> mm. Bella got her pretty good. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. She's German. She has to choose violence at yes. least, oh at least a couple times a day. Why do you think I'm with someone who's German? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we balance each other out. Yep. And the funniest thing in the world is the fact that when it comes to recovery and all that, I've met people who look at me and they're like, well, what program did you use? I'm like, I started with AA. Yeah. I do not have a program now. I have myself. Yeah. And my support system that I have around me. Yeah. 
And everyone can look at me and be like, oh, well, that's not how the way it's supposed to be. Well, I'm tired of sitting in a tiny little room besides oh, yeah. this one. This <laughs> one's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it is tiny. But to be in a room with so many other people and for... If you want to talk about the steps, talk about the steps. If you want to talk about the big book, talk about the big book. Yeah. Do not bring the Bible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do not tell me I have to read that along with the big book to be able to become sober. Exactly. No, no you don't. I need to want to be sober. I need to be given the tools needed for that. Yeah. And I have those tools now because I still have my days where I'm tired as shit and I just want to be able to just bang a line and just keep going. Oh, yeah. You always cry. But the thing is, is to know that, as AA says, play the tape through. Yeah. I use a lot of what AA taught me, but I can't do it. Yeah. And I'm slowly starting my own way of doing things and talking to people about it. Like me and you, Tay, we talk about it all the time. Oh, and yeah. we really want to get something up here that's not God-centered. Yeah, we want something secular. Yeah. Or even pagan, really. Yeah. Just to yeah. have an option. Yeah. You know? Like, I've been seeing one on Facebook lately, but I don't know. Yeah. You like, get 12 Steps to Paganism, and it's like, meh. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, especially when neo-paganism is so rife with bullshit. Exactly. And and that's 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 that makes things complicated, too. Very. Because there's enough, there's enough argument about that. And then if you add a 12-step program, <laughs> and you put a bunch of... Woo in it. Yeah. Uh, it's not helping anybody. It's still even harder to attain again. Yeah. And I think the whole point here is that you want something that helps you be self-reliant. Yes. Rather than ceding all your power to a higher power that's unknown. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I think paganism is that, but and secularism is that. Do I have a higher power? Yes. My ancestors. Yes. They're the ones who I turn to for everything, not just my recovery. I, you've talked about it on podcasts before and Facebook posts about using anger in rituals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's fantastic. Yeah. Do I get angry throughout the day? Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do I lash out at people? Sometimes. Sometimes, depending on the day. If they deserve it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I rather talk to people because I work with my hands, so I can't really hurt those anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it hurts when you hit somebody. It really does. Use a wrench. (laughs) (laughs) Become like Vin Diesel with a torque wrench. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I love the fact that I'm sober. I'm happy with my sobriety. And I say I'm sober. I still smoke weed. I have a drink here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what my problem was. Your your addiction was meth. My thing was meth and heroin. Well, to be honest, I still drink a little. My problem was gin. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything that has amphetamines in it anymore because yep. that was my problem. Yeah. Meth and methamphetamine. Yep. Yeah. And we're talking about willpower. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you have people that don't understand what will is. Yeah. You know, and, and they think, well, I'm just going to wish it. I'm going to manifest it no no it doesn't work that way and especially as as someone in recovery not only are you using your will to get away from a a practice or a habit you're dealing with a chemical dependency that literally quote-unquote compounds the problem yeah you know because it is driving your system Mm -hmm. it's it's so powerful and in and to have that will to not only break the habit, but break the chemical dependency yep. and get away from it uh, is really admirable. It's huge. I mean, that that's, I don't think people understand just how strong of a person you have to be 
to do that. And if, if you are struggling, just know that you know we have a living example right here in front of us, and and there are tons of examples oh, of yeah. people that have turned their lives around, made something of themselves, and uh, broke that broke that yoke off yeah. their back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because you're definitely compelled by it. It's definitely a yoke. Yeah. I flushed a, a hundred hits down the toilet. I, I don't even know what that would be in today's price range. But, yeah, it was a whole bag. And laid in the bed for days, writhing and screaming in pain. Like, every bone in your body, every muscle in your body reacts to that addiction. Oh, yeah. Your body's demanding yeah. it. Yeah. You took away its its chemical. And it hurts. And, and you, you're, it's a yeah. frenzy. Yeah, and yeah. It, you're, you feel like you're bruised from the inside out. You, you feel hurts. like your bones are breaking. Yeah, your skin hurts. It's, My hair hurt. Yeah. There Everything were fevers hurt. and chills and sweats and vomiting and, oh, my God, And that's where awful. people give up. Yeah. Right? And yep. it's easy to give up there yeah. because it's so overpowering, that, that dependency. But just know that you just persevere. Yes. In, and that in, circles back to what we were talking about before of if you're not broken in some way, you're not going to be able to get through it. No, you're not. Yeah. You have to have had that trauma and that experience with that coming, you know, maintaining yourself and staying alive through that trauma exactly. in order to give you that will to drive you forward. If you've and, never been booted down the steps of life mm-mm. and had something standing on your neck telling you, you can't do this, yeah. yeah, and you don't find the strength to be able to push them off and stand up and go back up those steps and do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Addiction and anything else in life is going to control you. Yes. People especially. Oh, God, yeah. And because they trigger you. I was manipulated like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right, because they had what you wanted. Exactly. What your body was demanding. And that's why, in all honesty, if you decide to get sober and you guys do go out seeking a meeting or some way of being able to get sober, whatever you find, do it for 90 days straight. Yes. And people always look at me and they're like, why am I doing it for 90 days? That seems excessive. No, it's no. actually not. It's ha- it takes 90 days to learn a new habit. Yes, and yeah. it takes 90 days for the chemicals to leave your system. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm there sorry. was another thing. The girl I was with when I was on meth, she was through an abusive relationship. He was forcing meth on her and it, she became addicted to it. Yeah. And I looked at her one day and I'm like, you realize seven years. And she's like, what do you mean? In seven years, it'll be that he never touched you. Yeah. Because all of your cells regenerate. Yeah. Every seven years. Yeah. So it'll be that That's he brilliant. never touched I like that. you. I like that. Because I've been through similar things. Yeah. People look at me and they're like, oh, he's a big dude. No one messes with him. Do you know how many times I've had that shit beat out of me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been through things where people look at me and they're like, no, you haven't. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm big doesn't mean I can't have moments that I'm weak. Exactly. You know? You know? And that's and that's a fact, and the the drug will do that to you too because it makes you feel worthless. Oh yeah, and so you just give up and you let them foist any amount of harm on you, any amount of just insult to your character, to your person. So how did you get to you know, said you credit the your ancestors with uh, getting you over the hump? How did how did you start that? How, for people that are you know wondering if they can do the same, so. We always talk about epiphanies and things that just happen. Mm. It's funny. That was going to be a question. (laughs) It was an epiphany for me. Yeah. It was, A was working, but something just, it wasn't holding. Yeah. Hence the fact why I relapsed. And after that relapse, 
During that relapse is when I realized I could have lost Tina. I could have lost my job. I could have lost everything. Yeah. And I hated myself. Yeah. And I realized that I needed something to help guide me. Mm-hmm. And then I thought to the way I practice my faith. And I realized maybe, just maybe, if I focus on my ancestors and listen to them, I'll be able to find something that can help me. Was it the easiest road in the book? Hell no. Hell no. Mm-hmm. I fought day in, day out, going to these AA meetings, NA meetings. The day my mom died, the very next day, I did five meetings in one day talking about my mom and how I felt. Yeah. And I realized I needed to be me. Yeah. I needed to talk about who I am with myself because if I lie to myself, I lie to everyone. Yes. Absolutely. And I can't really put it into words. It was just one of those things that felt right. Yeah. It clicked. Yeah. 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 And did you did you come across the same thing I did in that you figure out that, yeah, they hurt you. Your your parents and the people that you loved hurt you. Mm-hmm. But they were just human, getting through life their own damn way. And you Nobody got caught in the is crossfire. perfect. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is an imperfect world with imperfect people. Yeah. So if you're looking for perfection, you're never going to find Not it. Not going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Because there is no such thing as perfect. Yeah. It may look perfect. But if you look at what it took to get to perfect, it's a bumpy ass road. Yeah, it Nobody is. sees that though. The yeah. road less traveled yeah. is the one that. Yeah. I never understood that adage, to be honest. Yeah. Because everyone's like, "Oh, take the road less traveled." Here's my thing: if that's the road that leads to success, yeah. Why is it more untraveled? I would take the untraveled road more than the paved road because i like the woods yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah as much as i lived in the woods for two years and i hate camping now i really do i hate camping (laughs) yeah but i love i love being outdoors yeah i won't camp out there anymore why i lived out there for two years yeah well yeah (laughs) i might glamp out there but i won't camp yeah (laughs) like i go through tiktok all the time and i have these videos come up of other people who are in recovery and i see people who are like in their comment section saying well did you go to aa did you do na what did you do and a lot of times i see people saying i just did me yeah yeah i cannot give up my control of my life for someone else to dictate how my life is going to go no because all of our lives we're constantly told you are responsible for your actions yeah and that's what made it click for me was I can talk a big game. I can tell you, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And then two years later, they come back. Hey, did you do that? Nah, nah. didn't feel like it. Yeah. Like a New Year's <laughs> yeah. resolution. Right? Yeah. And now you get that's the road less traveled. It's the people that stick it. Yeah. The people, it all looks good and it looks rosy at the end of that road, but it's hard. It's yep. a hard road. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of introspection. It's a lot of facing your shadow and looking yourself in the damn eye. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And most people don't stick it. That's why it's less travel. Most people fail time and time again until they get it, and some don't ever. Exactly. And to be honest, when you yeah. say the road less traveled to the road that actually is used all the time, I guarantee you that road less traveled, you don't get the mumps in the road until about like halfway there. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's walking that first half like, eh, yeah, then never mind, turn back. Yeah. 
and then it's a constant back and forth, back and forth, and mm-hmm. you're fighting to get past that one hump. Yeah. It's sort of like Mario Brothers when you're jumping. Yep. And you keep falling off. <laughs> or like Tay t- in any video game with a bridge. Shut <laughs> up. I said, just run it. Nice. There she goes. Oh. There she goes. There she goes. Like, oh, Jesus That Christ. happened to me in Skyrim I get so vertigo many times. Game. Oh. Oh, but my they, God. Pick on the woman with vertigo. That's, that's, <laughs> that's low even for you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's me who's terrified of heights. Yeah. Yeah. And I play video games like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah. I've had people look at me and say, what's wrong? As I'm playing Assassin's Creed, I'm like, I am up way too high. Yeah. <laughs> and then you do the eagle jump, and it's just like. <laughs> I, I bet you do what I do and lean forward when you jump. You got the controller, and you're like. <laughs> I've fallen <laughs> off of a chair before. <laughs> That's awesome. He makes fun of me because I lean forward when I jump. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's three levels to gaming. There's the, okay, I'm just playing a game. Okay, we're kind of serious. And then putting your head right next to the TV saying, fuck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's John. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. There was a lot of laughter this week. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know, we, we actually have a Picky Weeds Guild on Elder Scrolls Online on the PC. Oh, he plugged it. And, uh, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. so uh, shoot us. Join up. <laughs> Join us. It's it's a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, PvP is, is, is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> do, there's a lot of siege warfare. So you're using trebuchets and battering rams and hot boiling oil on people. And, yep. Oh, it's good I love time. how he's looked directly it, it, into my soul for that. Yes, <laughs> he did, didn't he? It's to get the angst out. It helps. Right? It helps. <laughs> so, yeah, shoot us a, uh, shoot us a message. I'm Demuzi, D-U-M-U-Z-I 777 on See? Steam. Shameless fucking plug. <laughs> listen, oh. listen. Man, it's boring, but yourself exactly mm-hmm. and actually it's funny because gaming used to be my release yeah yeah it used to be the one thing i could do to be able to just tune the world out yeah that's what he does yeah that's and john's release because <laughs> while i was high all i did was play video games yeah i became so in tuned with the game that it became my life yeah oh yeah i played skyrim for three months straight oh god great game yeah oh god it yeah. is but Beautiful it took game. over my life literally yeah yeah and I started thinking I was a dragonborn. Your sense of reality gets so altered when you're on drugs. It does. It does. It does. And then once you thrust back into reality, you want to escape again. Yeah. That's where because reality of, sucks. Everything's yeah. great till you take yeah. an arrow to the knee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Tim's dying. <laughs> Oh God! <sighs> but Skyrim joke. Yep. <laughs> always, always. Now, I found my path. Is it the path that everyone can take? No. But is it something that some people can relate to? And I hope they do, and they can see what I did. Yeah. I hope so. It's an out strategy too, if you think about it, Tim. Mm-hmm. Because there are going to be people that are going to be too busy with life once they get back on their feet to attend meetings all the time. So they need oh to know God, how to depend on themselves. So they need to know how to depend on themselves. Yeah, yeah. I did five meetings in one day because I went through a significant life change. Yeah. Because of my mother dying, I had to watch my mother die after six months of sobriety. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And me and my mom were not on good terms. We just started getting on good terms. And because I left, I threw everything in her face while she was still diagnosed with cancer and going through chemo and everything. There's things that I have done that I regret, but I don't hold on to them now. Yeah, no. 
Because if I do, that's how I lose control of myself again. Yeah. And, the, and she knows. Oh, Trust yeah. me, she oh, knows yeah, now. She knows. Yeah, yeah. Me and my mom buried the hatchet, had a very long talk. But I was able to step back and let my sisters just bicker. Yeah. Oh, well, I did all this. I did all that. I did all this. You Were know you what keep, I did? Were you keeping tabs? Exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you have to keep track of what you did to make yourself feel better, it shows you did nothing. Yeah, you didn't do it for her. That's for sure. He did it for you. And then yeah. the one sister said, well, what about what he's done for mom? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not in this. My name's Bennett and I ain't in it. Yeah. It's not even that. I'm like, I know what I've done for my mom. You know what I yeah. did for my mom? I was me. Yeah. Yeah. I lived my life. She she was proud of me yeah. at the end. Because she didn't have to worry about you. Exactly. Yeah. She didn't feel like she had to be your keeper. She could pay, pay attention and focus on herself. Exactly. Yeah. And I love my mom to death. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a mama's boy, but it was not a healthy relationship whatsoever. Yeah. No. Working from the time I was nine years old paying rent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And people wonder why I have such a strong worth ethic. Yeah. Yeah. I know people my age right now that if their job even gets a little bit harder, they jump to another job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. The job I'm at now, you guys have heard me go off <laughs> oh, yeah. because of the shit I've been through. Like yesterday, having to put in a brand new heater with a forklift of being up on top of something on heights that was rickety. Yeah. And I'm terrified of heights and falling. I'm fat. It's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> in a world of OSHA violations. <laughs> I'm telling you, Tina's really going to get me the shirt and the hat that says I'm a walking OSHA violation because yes. I am. Good thing there's no OSHA. In Pennsylvania. Right? Right? <laughs> right? I trip over air molecules. Right? I mean, just so we can, yeah, yeah. I think we're related. <laughs> yeah, it would not surprise me at all. That actually oh. brings me up to the next fact that I always talk about is I had my family, my blood family. Mm-hmm. Now I have my chosen family. It makes a difference, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. Because the sense of, oh, I have to be there for my family, I have to be there for my family. Yeah. Your family. Yeah. It doesn't have to be blood family. No. Because I see John as a brother. I see you as a sister. Yeah. I have so many people that I see as siblings and relatives. And yeah. I even have parental figures that don't even know they're parental figures to me. Oh, I love that. I have a mentor right now that's helping me and showing me the ways through a fucking car shop. Yeah. Because do I know everything? Hell no. No, no not even close. Nobody does. I put it into this perspective, okay? He's been working there a week. I've been working there a minute. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. even. I've been working there a second. I don't know anything. Yeah. Do I come up with some great ideas that end up working? Hell yeah. Yeah. But that's because ADHD is a thing outside the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be able to be where I am today, finding those people, having the job of my dreams, because I've wanted to be a mechanic since I was a kid. Oh. To be, have someone who loves me. We just got a puppy. Yeah. He's, he's not a, a puppy to most people. He's a beauty. <laughs> he's growing like a weed. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got him a sweater. It's going to be a sock in a week. <laughs> it already yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take measurements every day. Like, we damn. got him a collar a week ago. The lo- It says large. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? We got it as small as it could be, and it fit him perfect. It's already getting tight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And in case anybody wants to know, it's a Cane Corso Pitbull mix. Yeah. He is beautiful. 
God, he's so pretty. If, if he's looking at you with the puppy dog eyes, he looks yeah. like Scooby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'll sucker you. Oh, you he can does. see it in his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're beautiful oh. dogs, too. Gorgeous. But I wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for my sobriety. Yeah. And the steps I took after realizing I needed my sobriety in my life is what led me to where I am now. Yeah. Can I sit here and be horribly mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah oh, and yeah. try and be like oh you have to do it this way yeah no you no. don't no one of my biggest things is i'm tired of people telling other people you have to do it this way for it to work and that's the that's the plight of paganism too because it's supposed to be a it's supposed to be a Personal. spirituality where you forge your own path exactly that's the whole point of it we're trying to leave behind doctrine and dogma, and you have to do this, and you have to believe this, and you have to have faith in that. And if you don't, you're doing it wrong, yeah. and we're going to shun you. Yeah, we shouldn't be doing that to each other. No. And I see that a lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm just out there with this. I'm sick of it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Love your brothers and sisters, and leave them the hell alone. Yep. Yeah. Don't tell me you don't like me because I put my shiny rock over here instead of over here. Right. I'll put my <laughs> shiny rock where I damn well please. And I think what you said about chosen family is important, too. You have to kind of choose your tribe. You yes. do. You know, you do. And, and sometimes you'll make mistakes, and you'll oh, choose yeah. your tribe, and that person turns out to be a douche. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And But it happens. You it don't does. let it stop you. You keep moving forward, and you, you just yeah. choose better next time. Now you have a little more experience. So. And that's the thing. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, not at all. One of the things with that is the fact that I, I dislike it. I'm not going to say hate because I don't like to say I hate things. Yeah. Because hate is a very strong word. Yeah. Yeah. It insinuates you're attached to it, too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I dislike the idea of ADHD brain. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Family. Uh-huh. Picking your tribe. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. She actually looked at me and went, oh, oh, God. The teacher that called on me halfway through class. Over there with John. Uh, the He's like, I don't know. The answer is 12. <laughs> 42. <laughs> 42. 27. <laughs> but having your chosen family and going through people who... I've had people come in and out of my life. I've had people who came into my life and made it better. People who came into my life and tried to make it worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The key word there is tried. tried. Yep. Yeah. Outside influences will not affect the life that I live today. Yeah. That's a good statement. Yeah. yeah. That is what I strive for. Do, yeah. Am I yeah. always good at it? No, because like I said, imperfect world, imperfect person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have my days where another person affects me enough to be able to affect my daily life. Yeah. But then but, you realize it and you recognize it and you take your damn control back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I had someone tell me. Your house is your fortress of solitude. Yes. That's where you go to be you. That's with, your sacred space. To find space. yourself. Yep. I never had that. Yeah. I didn't have my own place. I, didn't, I was living with this person, living with that person. And then I met Tina, and then we moved in together. And as much as people say, oh, you have to walk on your own two feet, I can walk on my own two feet. Trust me. I got ten toes to the ground that can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but... To have somebody in that household with you that can sit there and listen. Yeah. Get, she gets you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's your person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can talk. She gets home. I talk about my day. She talks about her day. It's literally like an hour, hour and a half download of what we went through throughout the day. Half, yeah. half the time. Yeah. 
she calls me as soon as she gets out of work and she's on her ride home. She's going and going and going. And as soon as she walks in, she's going, 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 going. And then when she's done, she's like, I am sorry. I'm like, no. That's no. what this is for. Yeah. Yeah. You have people around you that can listen to you. Yeah. Like, that's why I come up here and any time you guys are having a rough day, that's why I just sit there and listen to you. Yeah. Because I know you guys do that with each other, mm-hmm. but because you're store owners, yeah. you have to be very, hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you have people coming in, trauma, trauma dumping on you, you have no way of getting that out yourself except mm-hmm. for each other, and you guys both experienced it. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. So that's what people like Mary Ellen, yeah, Jay, mm-hmm. yeah. me, other people that come in here and just sit there and talk to you guys and let you guys vent. Yeah, mm-hmm. get it out. Exactly. <laughs> get it oh, out. It doesn't go unnoticed either. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. So. No. But I think that's one of the things that Mark brought up that was worth repeating um, last last week's episode was find a group. Find, yes. If you can't find one, form one. Yeah. Exactly. You know, find your tribe. And, and, and you can start small and take your time. You don't have to go crazy. But yeah. You don't need 50 people right no, off the bat. No. no, keep your circle small and tight. Yeah. You know, and people that have proven yeah, and that they'll quiet. be there for yeah. you when, when the sun's not shining. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and it's important to have that support structure. It makes all the difference. Yeah. yeah. And to quote one of my favorite movies, because it's true about all walks of life, can't rain all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In case right. all of you youngins don't know what I'm talking about, it's the crow. <laughs> <laughs> Miss him. Yes. Yeah, very much so. And his daddy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I say that along with the fact that the person who told me about a fortress of solitude, it can't rain all the time, positive outlooks. Yeah. And in a world of negativity where everyone's trying to find out what's wrong. Yeah. You go on Facebook and you see nothing but happy stuff no yeah. one ever looks bullshit. at the b-side yeah it's yeah. all bullshit yeah. yeah yeah no one shows the b-side no one shows what it took to get to that picture yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. there's the pictures that we do on Sunday. yeah where you post it and you show like hey we're up here come on up yeah mm-hmm. you see all the smiles you see all the laughter yeah but what it took to be able to get to that point to be able to laugh and joke yeah about what was going on in your life that's hard work yes it is and so many people want the easy way That's out. That's kung fu, y'all. Oh, yeah. 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 And there's no such thing as an easy way to do anything. No. No. Can things happen easily? Yes. Yeah. There's random things that happen where it just goes perfect. I'm like. Okay. That's weird. Something's going on. What I, I do wrong? I don't, I don't want to pay attention too much because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fuck it up. No, yeah. no. No. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Observer and, effect and you don't, like, Yeah. It's like <laughs> using the word quiet in a firehouse or an, with yeah, an we don't say the Q word. No, we don't no. say the Q word. No, don't, ever. No, ever. No. no. Especially <laughs> you guys were in corrections. Yes. Uh, yeah. Security. Yeah. Nuclear. Yeah, don't say the Q word. Yeah, we no one says the yeah. Q word. It's always yeah. the new guy that says, well, hope you have a new Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me choke you out on your first day. And all you um, EMS people at, at you know corrections. You know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> all, all you guys know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, so we don't say awful. the Q word. I still remember the one time I was hanging out with a buddy. He was an EMT. He had work on Friday the 13th during a full moon in October. Oh, oh. I called in sick. Yeah. Blue flu. Fuck that shit. Blue flu. <laughs> and then he's sitting there and he's going to work. I'm like, I hope you have a quiet night. And then oh. I ran away. Oh. Oh. oh, that's rough. <laughs> Throw an upside down penny at his head. <laughs> Take that back. He finished his shift. 
after working an extra six hours. Oh, that's what you get. I was sleeping in my bed when I was saran wrapped to the bed and tossed up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're coming up on, well, it's about an hour and 12 minutes here. We did good. It was a pretty good conversation. Damn Mm -hmm. straight. And we really appreciate you coming in, Timmy. It kind of kicked off our practitioners of NEPA. If you're interested in being on the podcast and talking about your journey and uh, just uh, let us know in the store or or, uh, shoot us an email at pickyweeds at gmail.com. Get your voices out there. Very Let people so. in the community know that you're here. And they need to hear from you. They need to know they're not alone. So, And we don't. We do not edit. Nope. So you're going to get to be yourself on recording. Absolutely. Yeah, and get to be who Especially you are. Especially with someone like me. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. My you never ADHD. know what's coming out of his mouth. You don't. You know. I, I mean, sometimes it. you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, thank, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again for Tim for being here. And thank you guys for having me, and hope you all have a good day. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, my darling. See you guys. Bye. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of In the Weeds, and we hope you didn't have to pick too much pucker brush off your cloak after visiting with us here. If you liked the episode, please follow, subscribe, and share. And if you're really kind, leave a positive review. Be sure to tune in next week as we publish a new episode weekly. If you're in the area, stop by the store and see us. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.